Welcome to the Lewis Says Black Show. Now, time for a word from our sponsor. Fucking A, man. <laughs> Lawrence, what would you do if you had a million dollars? I'd tell you what I'd do, man. Two chicks at the same time, man. Four boobies. <laughs> That's it? You you had a million dollars, you you do two chicks at the same time? Damn straight. I always wanted to do that, man. I think if I were a millionaire, I could hook that up too, because chicks dig dudes with money. Not all chicks. Well, the type of chicks that double up on a dude like me do. Ah, good point. What about you now? What would you do? Besides two chicks at the same time? Oh, yeah. Nothing. Nothing, huh? I would relax. I would sit on my ass all day. I would do nothing. Well, you don't need a million dollars to do nothing, man. Take a look at my cousin. He's broke and doesn't do shit. Fucking a- And that's exactly what would happen. Let's get off into the Lewis S. Black shop. It's your boy Lewis S. Black coming to you with another podcast, baby. And on today's show, we're going to touch on a few things. Well, basically, number one, we're going to touch on the timeless topic, which was once again inspired by some silly shit that I saw on Instagram and shared on Facebook and they kind of got quiet on this one because what I've noticed is if they can't argue with your boy Lewis says black they ain't gonna talk ain't nobody finna admit when I'm right as far as social media is concerned and that's fine I've been used to that 
And the main topic is going to be um, uh, Instagram model slash OnlyFans girl of all people. And I swear, before I did this podcast, y'all, I was trying to find out the woman's name so that I could shout her out at least. So that some of you perverts could maybe look up her content or whatever. And plus, after she said that crazy shit, even me, myself, I was interested in seeing like, okay, so how are you rolling? Are you rolling with or without? Basically, and when I say this, I'm not saying this to make it a skin color thing. Definitely not that. Anybody that knows me is know that I'm definitely not about skin color or Yes, uh, skin tone, should I say, in the black community, because us black folks, we come in all kinds of different flavors of chocolate. So it ain't about that. But it was a light skinned sister. And by looking at her, you could tell that, okay, yeah, you've got an OnlyFans popping and you probably got your IG popping. And if I am able to find out the name at some point, even when the broadcast is published, I'll double back in drop the name for you perverts but during the interview the clip that they decided to put out was the clip where she said that sex without a condom no sex with a condom does not count on a woman's body count so I like to use round numbers I never was the best at math as a kid and as an adult Right now, my math is very good on the financial level. I like to use round numbers. I have apps that show me how much money I have in both of my accounts. And I'm definitely blessed with having calculators. But my mental math sucks. But I'm very good with round numbers. So old girl's premise was basically, um, if it's with a condom, it don't count. So basically her premise, cause she didn't get off into some of the other shit that they say don't count. So if a woman has been with a hundred guys, let's say that 50 of them wore condoms and 50 of them went raw balls Johnson, only 50 of them count as bodies on her body count. Okay, all right. We'll we'll delve into that shit deeply because you had tuned into the Lewis S. Black Show. And you know, one thing about me is I don't give a fuck if I make you happy or if I make you pissed. One thing about Lewis S. Black is I'm going to dive deep into the abyss. Straight up. Now, before we get into that, I did want to address the Usher controversy that had a lot of people riled up, which was during the Super Bowl which was a very good Super Bowl, a very classic Super Bowl. The shit literally, literally went down to the last second. Like, fuck some old last second, oh, we scored, and then we did this and that. I swear that shit went down to the last second, and if they kicked the field goal, it didn't mean shit. But I think, y'all, yeah, since it was overtime, it was fucking, once old boys scored, it was over. So when even like a regular, regulation style game where okay we have scored and we got the ups and now uh we have to kick a field goal and 
let that be the reason we got the ups on y'all by three and we're just going to kick the ball to y'all within about two seconds left and by the time a motherfucker catches it game's over new 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 that shit went down to the wire but of course what has the whole world talking is not how the kansas city chiefs have gotten their third ring within five years which is mighty impressive to me considering that Tom Brady was one of the last motherfuckers to get up in the way of the Chiefs. And we all know that Tom Brady is going to go down as the GOAT of the quarterbacks with what I believe to be eight rings, seven for show, but I think eight rings. So I feel like uh, with what he did, he basically just solidified his name like, what quarterback is going to get that meaning? And really, what team has that meaning? You know, but him with the Patriots and then him doing his thing with the Bucks, it is what it is. But of course, it ain't what y'all came to hear about. The Usher Show. Usher Show. Amazing show. And when I say this, I have nothing but the utmost respect for Usher Raymond. AKA Ursher. He is a great RB singer. I would put him down anytime as an 80s baby. As someone from my generation, I put him in the top 10 of the RB singers, along with people like Michael Jackson being number one, R. Kelly, minus the bullshit that he did outside of the studio, people like Chris Brown, it's a few others, some of them with my case, me being an 80s baby, a lot of the people that I would wind up putting in the top 10 are part of R&B groups, or should I say just R&B groups, period. So it's kind of hard for a guy like me to really narrow it down as far as the whole list but don't worry, have no fear, kids, because one day I shall do a top 10 R&B singers group. And knowing my podcast, I will fuck around and come through with receipts and I will play songs to show you why these niggas are the ghost. But Usher is definitely the goat. And overall, I have no problem with his show. The only problem that I had and my heart and my emotions and my brain, I automatically got offended was during the time where at the time I'm sitting at work and I'm looking at this show go down live and he gets Alicia Keys on there. And at first I'm like, okay, I know what's going to happen. And must respect because he had Alicia Keys come out doing one of her songs on the piano. I like that. That was good and classy because it's your show but you letting her get her shine on. And then I was like, okay, I already know. I ain't stupid. Usher and Alicia Keys got together one time for the one time back when I was like, damn near graduating out of college. Back in 03, 04 with that Confessions album. And the song was not on the original album, but it wound up being on the deluxe version. And even a nigga like me that's more prone to rap than R&B, I had to get the deluxe version because of that song 
and just knowing like, okay, I'm gonna get the best Confessions album that I can get. And it was that, my boo, it started when we were younger, you were mine, my boo. All that shit, right? Okay, so I'm like, they gonna perform this and they gonna kill it. And your boy Usher just got a little too touchy-feely to me to be on stage live performing with a married woman. So of course, a lot of people in the black community, it caused a social civil war where some people were like, it's just entertainment, it's just entertainment. And a lot of niggas was like, fuck that. You can kind of keep your hands to yourself. Me personally, my opinion, because I would speak my opinion on my personal platforms, which is the entertainment part to me as a black man was just the fact that you had Alicia Keys come out the middle of nowhere playing on that damn piano, which she is so good on, and then her hopping off that piano and doing my boo. I can deal without the touchy-feely shit. A lot of the women were like, it's a part of the act, it's a part of the act. Come on now. Ladies, don't bullshit with me. Y'all will fuck around and go on a date with a random nigga and don't want him touching on you or getting too touchy-feely because we're here to just get to know each other. But as soon as Usher does some shit, we come up with excuses and passes. That's fine. All I'm going to do is I'm going to do something that I learned from my mother. My mother has been making predictions about R&B bullshit since the early 90s. Back when R. Kelly got with Aaliyah, my mama predicted back when I was about 10 or 11 years old, whatever I was back in like 93-ish, 92-ish when that Aaliyah album came out, she said, mm-hmm. That boy R. Kelly likes them girls young, ripe, and green, and he's going to get into some trouble with that shit in the future. And my mama's prediction was right. So I've learned how to predict shit. I predicted that Usher was going to be somebody when he came out with that, just call me a Mac, because I got it like that. You got to play by my rules. I said, Usher going to be somebody. From that song right there, and I think that was on the Poetic Justice album. Then when he started doing his own thing with the Say so many ways you say I love you. I was like, yeah, this nigga, he's gonna be around for a long time. So shout out to him, but he was a little too touchy-feely. And a man just doesn't want nobody being touchy-feely with his woman. You know, some people said, well, they do it all the time in movies. I guess one thing about movies is shit is more scripted scripted and some people they came back at me hard they was like well they rehearsed it and that was scripted so I was like was it scripted so that you could piss off the average black man in America that's either married or in a relationship but at the end of the day I consider it a good publicity stunt because shouts out to Usher number one it got the people talking and then number two it drew attention to his new album. And to be fair, I will say that Lewis Says Black, I listened to the new album. And it's on your streaming services. And the new album is some fire. 
I don't listen to every Usher album, but I've always tapped in to every Usher album to see if it's going to be an album that I'm really rocking with or just an album I'm going to listen to once. And this album was a very, very good album. Shouts out to that man because he's about 44, 45 years old. So he's standing the test of time. And it was a very, very, very good album. So I guess Mission Accomplished. Um, they say that the only person that wasn't pissed off was Swiss Beats. He fucked around and made a whole statement. You know, we need to mind our business and fuck it if he ain't tripping. Okay, that's fine. But one thing about this mind your business thing with entertainers before I get off into the main topic is how can we mind our business when you do shit at the goddamn Super Bowl? The one football game that everybody in the world is guaranteed to watch. With the Super Bowl, it could be the damn Vikings versus the Dolphins. And besides motherfuckers that live in Minnesota and motherfuckers that live in Miami, it's gonna be motherfuckers in Africa, Australia, New Zealand, Europe, Britain, France, Paris, Canada, America, Brasilia, motherfuckers in Alaska, will be watching the shit. Motherfuckers in Antarctica will be in fucking igloos with a damn polar bear rolling outside and looking at the Super Bowl because it's the biggest game. We're going to see who the champions are and you get the best commercials. And nowadays you wind up getting some of the bomb ass trailers for movies you didn't even know that was coming out. So that's here nor there. All I would say is, entertainers, try to respect it if you are on stage with a married woman. Just sing the damn song and just have respect for that other man that's either in the crowd or sitting at home. Because I'll say that and I'll land my piece on this. Usher knows who he can fuck with. Kiki Palmer has what some would consider kind of a weak-ass, sensitive-ass man. Swiss Beats is always, no disrespect, but he's always, since the DMX days, always come across to me as a very nervous-looking-ass nigga. And not the type of nigga that's going to always get bucked and be like, yo, man, you got me fucked up. Sometimes I used to wonder to myself a few days after the Super Bowl, would you have did this if it was 50 Cent's wife, if 50 Cent had a wife? Or would you do this with Little Boosie's wife, if he had a wife? Would you do this with T.I.'s wife? Tiny. And mind you, I mentioned some crazy ass rap niggas that are known to go off on pettier subjects. So let's just try to be respectful of people's women, guys. Whether you're a fly-ass rap nigga or whether you're a fly-ass R&B nigga, let's try to be respectful. Now, back to the main topic. And yeah, that flick that you hear, just like Lil Wayne got his little flick. When you hear that little flick, that means I'm getting off into the main topic.
So they showed this clip. And this ain't the first time that I've heard about it, but I have heard it within the black community for some reason. Maybe the white community has said it, but mainly the black community, because that's all I pay attention to for the most part. Mm -hmm. If it's sex with a condom, it don't count. You're just having sex with the condom. Okay, let's break down a few things. Number one, uh, the condom can't get hard. If you are a damn lifestyle, if you are a damn Trojan ends, regular size or magnum, um, you can't have no sex until a dick gets put up in you and you get put up in some pussy. Okay, so let's get that bullshit clear. Alright? Now, number two. Whether a condom is being worn or not, sex is a very intimate act. Condom or not. That is a man and a woman uniting as one. This is the one time that they can plug together. I mean, I guess minus some head, but usually with head, the guy is just kind of sitting back and just doing his own thing and just being pleasured. Just like when you eat some pussy. Alright? But sex is two motherfuckers moving and grooving, doing the nasty huckabuck. And like they said on Soul Plane, you do the nasty huckabuck and you pass out in your own juices. So, condom or not, condom sex does count as sex, ladies. And here's the reason why. It's a lot of double standards in today's society, in today's world. Alright? At the end of the day, women control access to sex. Women control access to sexual access. Men wake up thinking about sex. Men go through the day thinking about sex. Men go to work thinking about sex. Men go on their work break thinking about sex. After they get through their work break and they notice that they only got about four hours left, or eight hours left, depending on how many hours they're working, they think about sex. Men come home thinking about sex. Men will come home and eat dinner and think about sex. Men will fuck around and wake up once again thinking about sex. That's why they call it morning wood, you dumb asses, because a man will fuck around and go to sleep. And while he's having a dream, when he's in that third or fourth sleep that the scientists talk about when it comes to sex, a man will think about sex even during his dream, even to the point to where he's having sex in his dream. Now, unlike a damn 12 or 13 year old, he may not wake up with a wet stomach where he done busted on himself, but yes, men think about sex a lot. And I say all that to say this. The shit that men go through, everybody counts for a man. Okay? Because here's what usually happens when a man is out on the prowl. We're just talking about the average man 
that is single. And we're not talking about me because I'm not in that position right now, but I'm telling you how men operate. And I'm telling you what your average mans go through. And mind you, when it comes from your boy Lewis says Black, this ain't coming from no scrub. This ain't coming from no buster. This ain't coming from no motherfucker that ain't got shit going on. This is coming from an actual cool ass, fly ass nigga with some talent. With eight or nine albums out, you know, plenty of podcasts published, the whole shit. But that's here nor there. I'm not here to brag on myself. That's not what this show is about. The reason why we try to do this whole this don't count and that don't count is because of the difficulty level. A hands a, a average woman, <clears throat> an average woman that's maybe a four or a five. Mind you, the two or threes could even get it. Trust me, I've seen some ones out here that have kids, and I'm up here like, golly, it's confirmed that number one, somebody slept with their ass, and number two, this motherfucker is not making enough money to get an artificial insemination. Because ladies, you can have sex, you can have a kid without having sex with a man. But I heard that artificial insemination is about anywhere from $5,000 to $10,000. So we're just going to keep it on the natural level. Alright? Your average woman can find some nigga that is like, you know what? I will hit that. Alright? Now, the average man, if he's a one to maybe a four or a five, it's going to be a hard time for him to get a piece of punane. All right. And then you got the guys that are sixes, sevens, eights, nines, and dimes in the male world. You know, a motherfucker that is over, you know, six foot tall or over six foot tall. You know what I'm saying? Uh, the way that y'all ladies have been uh, playing the game over the past 10 years, minus Drake, because he's got money, but minus niggas like Drake or Chris Brown, y'all really have been clowning the light-skinned niggas, so the niggas gotta be as caramel or as dark as he can be, as tall as he can be. He's gotta have his money up. And then, even with all that said, that nigga has to, number one, be clean as a motherfucker or as clean as he can be. It's women out here that will not talk to a nigga on the streets because he got dirty tennis shoes. Like, hey, how are you doing today? Ooh, not with them shoes on. Uh-uh. Okay. Then let's say the nigga actually gets the phone number. Wow. <laughs> All right. It's some of y'all that will give out y'all phone numbers and then not even answer the phone for whatever reason. You're too busy. It's too many other niggas calling you or whatever, whatever. We're just talking about the single scene. Okay. Then it's niggas that can get past that bullshit and actually get a conversation or two with you. Okay. Now, this nigga cannot say anything crazy. Because 
in the back of your mind as a woman, you have already decided when you met this nigga that's fly as hell or this nigga that you perceive to be fly as hell. You know what? He can get this pussy as long as he don't say nothing stupid. And it'll be three or four conversations. Maybe during one of them conversations, he says something that is a little off-putting or he's talking crazy. I've been hearing about that shit since the 90s. He's talking crazy. And talking crazy, fellas, it could be either A, you do say some wild, off-the-wall shit like, you know, I don't even want to make no, no examples of that. But you could just say some wild, off-the-wall, crazy, perverted shit. A lot of these women really don't want you talking sexual before y'all have sex and then even after y'all have sex. Really, I will agree with the women. After you done hit that once or twice, there's no need for you to talk sexual anyways. You should already know what it is, which is, hey, shit. We've been fucking, and if we go here and we go there, you know, eventually, with the right vibes, sex will go down again and again and again and again and again. But I'm not a dating coach. I'm Lewis Says Black, a motherfucking entertainer that's just doing his podcast and talking about the subject. So I'm not the dating coach to talk to y'all about this shit, because like 50 said on that uh, Raising Canaan song, I done had heartbreaks and setbacks. When I'm gonna crap back, you know I'm gonna get back. It's ups and downs, you know I get down. And to me, it's all a part of the game. If I ain't the coke man, I'm the dope man. So that's here, know that. So then, it's niggas that can fuck around and have all of these beautiful conversations. And then you talk to the woman. And then you're like, and this is why I gotta bring in my boy Jiggling Jeffrey. Show baby. We've been talking for about a few weeks now, and I've got a little bit of time off of work, and I have a nice, lovely place that I would like to take us to. Oh, where's that, Jiggling Jeffrey? Oh, it's, um, it's a Craig's Crab Shack. You know, they have all kinds of crabs and lobster and crawfish and everything. And I know that you're from New Orleans, so I know that you would like some gumbo. They got some of the best gumbo in town. Ooh, that sounds good, Jiggling Jeffrey. Let's go there. Well, um, I'm free on Saturday night. Uh, how does 8 o'clock sound? 8 o'clock sounds lovely to me, Jeffrey. Well, consider it a date, baby. And then even then, you get your crazy ass there. You gotta be dressed to the nines. You gotta be looking good, depending on what the dress code is, you know. Some places are casual, some places are fly, but you gotta be on top of that shit. And then even if you're on top of that shit and you're paying for the whole damn date, and you're not looking all crazy when that expensive ass bill comes in or that cheap ass bill or whatever, long as you're not bucking your eyes and doing scrub shit and acting like all of a sudden you don't know where your debit card is at and all of a sudden acting like you lost your wallet even with all that it's a lot of niggas that will fuck around and get nothing but a damn church hug and that church hug is that little one handed hug over the shoulder 
you know what I'm saying, not that two-arm embrace, you know what I'm saying, dick-to-pussy type of hug. You get that church hug, ain't shit happening. You just got used for a free meal, my nigga. A lot of niggas will go through that and they have done everything right. So then, damn, you have finally went through this whole date and she may even give you the round the neck, two-arm hug around your neck and a deep, passionate, embracing kiss. Some shit made for the movies. And she may be like, I'll see you later. Which is fine. That's not saying anything disparaging upon this hypothetical woman that we were talking about in this situation, fellas. And then you gotta sit up and call back again. And then now, you call back again a few days later. Hey, baby. Um. It'd be like. Hello. Hey, baby. This is Jiggly Jeffrey. Just wanted to holler at you. You know, um, it's Tuesday, and I just wanted to let you know that I had a very, very amazing time at Craig's Crab Shack, and you were looking just as fine as you could be. I swear, when you first hopped out of your Kia Optima, and I hopped out of my Nishan Maxima. When I saw you, I was thinking, like Johnny Gill. Johnny Gill? What was you thinking about some Johnny Gill? When I saw you, I was thinking, you got me saying, my, 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 my. You sure look good tonight. My, 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 my. And she's like, Jeffrey, you are so funny. You are so silly. What you got going on, Jeffrey? Well, I, I wouldn't do nothing. You know, I'm just sitting up here, just, you know, sitting here and just relaxing and just getting ready to watch uh, Total, Recla Total Recall. Ooh, Total Recall. Uh, do you mean the one with Arnold Schwarzenegger or the reboot? that they did with that other guy. His name slips my mind. Oh, uh, his name slips my mind too. But um, no, I was watching the original because baby, I like the classics. Ooh, so you got the classics. What other classics you got over there? Oh, well, you know, I got uh, Jurassic Park. Oh, uh, baby, I got uh, all three of the Bad Boys movies on DVD. Uh, I have the original Scarface from the 50s, and I have the one with Al Pacino and Michelle Pfeiffer. And then she finally comes over. And then for some reason, shit gets to happen and shit gets to cracking. And let that be the reason, as a woman, she's kind of thinking about a few things. You know, she's got her career going, you know, 
her and Jiggling Jeffrey are both about like maybe 30 or 31 years old. And even at that age, neither one of them have kids. So it's not that she don't want to fuck. And it ain't that he don't want to fuck. It's just number one, she just met Jiggling Jeffrey. And she don't know if he got anything. But she knows she wants some of that dick. And Jiggling Jeffrey is like, hey, I'm a man out here, a black man, working hard in this world. And I just don't know if I'm ready to have any kids to yet. So let me put on this Trojan Magnum. Oh yeah, the Trojan Magnum, cause your boy is packing. And let that be the reason why they wind up having sex for the first time and they are using a condom. And Jiggling Jeffrey puts it down, cause when Jiggling Jeffrey gets in that thing, he gets to jiggling. Let that be the reason why they call me Jiggling Jeffrey. Okay, so that doesn't count. And that happens maybe around midnight-ish. Then around about two o'clock, after they have done the nasty huckabuck and passed out in their own juices, she says, you know what? Jiggling Jeffrey, I don't have to be to work tomorrow until nine o'clock. It's two o'clock. And in the back of their mind, that damn Keith Sweat gets to playing. Don't stop your love. Oh, 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 oh. And they go wrong. Now y'all see what happened. That's a body because they went wrong. Now here's the thing I want y'all fellas to know. Um, it's gonna be a civil war between what they count as a body and what men count as a body. Because along with that, um, if her and Jiggling Jeffrey do not ever get up again, even though he went raw balls and he has left a DNA imprint in her, she ain't gonna count that as nobody. Mm-mm. Nope. Nope, it was one night stand, so it didn't happen. If for some reason her and Jiggin and Jeffrey get into a short little situationship and shit doesn't work out because, I don't know, that they be the reason Jiggin and Jeffrey is some type of liar or something like that, and maybe he did some stunting, and he made himself seem like something that he isn't, uh, that doesn't count. Uh, fellas, especially if we're talking about a first date situation, um, keep that alcohol to a limit, or at the very least, uh, make sure that you're the only one that maybe gets a little intoxicated. Do not let her be drunk. Uh, a lot to a lot of them, and we're talking about the 60 or 70%. Never on the Lewis S. Black show will we generalize all women because that is some sexist, misogynistic bullshit and you can't speak for everybody. So when I'm speaking on shit like this, we're talking about 60 or 70% of the masses. And it ain't just about black women. This is also how the white women are rolling nowadays as far as how they look at shit. Can't talk about these other cultures because these other cultures 
Man, please, you ain't even finna see that pussy until they do some arranged marriage where your father, Ahmed, meets up with Ali Akbar and they just arrange it. You ain't never seen this chick before, but within about the next month or two, that's finna be your damn wife. And within about damn near two or three years, y'all gonna be married and y'all gonna have kids and it's gonna be some type of royal ass family. They got some other shit going on. That's a whole nother topic. But in the Western culture, oh yeah, drunk sex, and they don't count that. One night stands, they don't count that. Um, some of them don't count college sex. I was young. I was young and I was dumb. Okay. Alright, hear me out, fellas. Okay, she was 18, 19, 20, or at one point, 21 years old. Because your average motherfucker graduates college by the age of 22. So, no, uh, they were young and dumb. Okay, everybody was young, dumb, and full of cum. The men and the women on that college campus, from eight, ranging from ages of 18 to 22. Y'all young and y'all dumb, but... Y'all motherfuckers know how to turn in papers. Y'all motherfuckers is making straight A's and a few B's and maybe one C. But y'all dumb, right? Okay. This is how Western society has been built up within this new age. Where everybody walks around lying to themselves and not taking accountability for the shit that they did. Um, fellas, there's some women that say that if they did not come, mind you, they ain't got to come hard, but as long as they just come a little bit, and it's got to be raw. Okay, okay, that counts as a body. Okay, all right, all right. Um, your girl Meg Thee Stallion, a very popular rap artist who is very good at her craft as far as making music and dancing on stage and rapping and dancing at the same time and she's starting to do good with her acting uh she threw it out there she said if the dick she was like if the dick wasn't snapping then the shit ain't happening now i'll tell you young fellas this because i don't want you young fellas getting depressed um the dick being snapping that is a mental thing and that is perception in the woman's mind the dick being snapping. Because what it's about is, is she attracted to you? Is she physically and mentally attracted to you? We're not gonna talk about spiritual attraction because spiritual attraction to my young Thundercats, to my young gladiators, spiritual attraction is not gonna happen until they've been around you for a while anyways. So we're mainly talking about physical, mental, and emotional attraction and you don't you young gladiators i know that y'all like to fuck like some goddamn jackrabbits y'all like to fuck like some jackrabbits and the one thing that i have to tell you young niggas is y'all be wearing yourselves out because y'all be fucking with your backs you're fucking with your back and you're not fucking with your hips you gotta you gotta use your hips you gotta put your hips into a young gladiator Come on now, y'all just be fucking with y'all back, but y'all got energy. Y'all got energy like that where y'all can sit up here and do all of that shit. Just up and down and up and down and up and down. 
And part of this is because y'all see them porno niggas doing it. They doing that to actually preserve energy. Because half of them porn stars that y'all are seeing, them niggas is in their late 20s, you know what I'm saying, 30s, some of them 40s, you know what I'm saying, and they got to make sure that they have enough fucking to create damn near 40 to 50 minutes worth of footage just so that you young motherfuckers and anybody else that looks at porn can fuck around and get about 20 a good 30 minutes worth of footage in order to, you know, beat your shit to. Yes, this is the Lewis S. Black Show where we keep it real and we keep it raw. And y'all get to thinking that that's the way. No, that shit hurts and they're not really getting no pleasure. You got to really get up in there and you got to have your stroke. You got to have a stroke. And a lot of you young niggas ain't got no damn stroke. A lot of young niggas don't really learn they stroke until they get about into their mid-twenties. And they've been with somebody for a while. Some of you young niggas ain't even been in no serious relationship for no long time. You ain't been with a motherfucker for two years or three years or four years or five years. You have to learn the woman's body. But of course, these pornos are not going to teach you how to learn a young woman's body. They're just going to teach you how to say some dumbass shit and then everything just gets to cracking. That's because that's why they call it a porno movie. You know, they're not going to sit up here and put you through two hours of shit. They can't put you through three hours of shit. That's why when you watch a real romance movie, the shit will go on for two or three hours because they're showing you real life, the real life ups and downs. That man's working, she's working, or, you know, they got a certain situation going on, or hell, even in an action movie, shit. By the time the action star finally gets to fuck, this is after he done blown up some helicopters and shot about damn near 50 niggas right in front of her and did a whole bunch of action heroes, superhero, shit like that. And even that, it's not guaranteed. Come on now. See, us 80s niggas, we already know that um, shit, it, it's, it's a long haul. A nigga my age has played Super Mario and went through all damn near four or five of them levels and beat up that damn dragon. And you ain't get shit but a kiss and a cake. Now I'm very advanced. Even then I was offended. Even at six years old when I finally beat Super Mario, I was like, I did all of this shit for a kiss and a cake? What the fuck? But that's here nor there. The whole point that I wanna make to y'all is men, we look at things different. As men, or should I say as boys, we are forced to deal with reality for what reality is. So, with the level of difficulty that it takes just to get into some poo time, big, bad, beautiful, ugly, smart, sexy, sophisticated, tall, smart, midgets, whatever the case is, if you're finally in there 
that counts as a body. Because you went through hell and high water. You went through hell and high water and you did something. Now, sometimes it could be more difficult than other. And I'm really talking to my young gladiators. Because you niggas my age, you already fucking know what the game is. So this part, before we end this podcast, is really dedicated to my young gladiators that don't know no better. And I call y'all young gladiators because y'all are young and y'all are like some goddamn gladiators. Y'all got the energy to go through a whole bunch of shit. Y'all will deal with 18 million phone calls and all kinds of shit and y'all will damn near lose y'all identity trying to lose y'all virginity. Or I don't know. Nowadays with this internet shit going on, I don't know how hard it is for y'all motherfuckers, but this is coming from an old fart that's 41 years old that dealt with this shit in high school. And you had to put in some goddamn work along with putting in work on the football team, the basketball team, putting in work for your grades, putting in work for your job, putting in work on trying to get yourself a driver's license. I don't know if y'all niggas have it harder nowadays or easier, but one thing I would say is wear your condoms at this young age. If you're in high school, don't listen to that bullshit about it don't count if it was a condom on. I would smack one of you young high school niggas upside the head while playing oops upside your head. Because you young high school niggas need to be wearing condoms because y'all niggas ain't ready to be no fathers. You young niggas that are in college need to be wearing condoms because y'all need to be fucking because you need to practice your stroke. But y'all young niggas in college, y'all don't need to be getting nobody pregnant. Y'all need to be focusing on your goddamn grades. I will tell you like Robin Harris told Kid in House Party, I need you to get your mind on them books and off them gals. I'm sorry, even you young niggas that graduate and go straight to the military, you need to keep your mind on the damn military and off them damn girls. You need to keep your mind on that damn boat for you Navy niggas. You need to keep your mind on that goddamn tank for all of you Army niggas. You need to keep your mind on being on the front line for all of you motherfucking Marines. Coast Guard niggas, whatever you're in, if that's your thing, keep your mind on that. And wear your rubbers, wear your Jimmy hats, straight up. And then for you young niggas that are just getting out of college, you out here in the world, you done found you a little job somewhere, and you trying to figure out what your career path is gonna be, wear your Jimmys. Because fuck the bullshit, I was born in 1982, and I was the first generation, I'm a part of the first generation that put out text messaging. We were the first ones to send text messages. We were the first ones to wear magnum condoms, 
and we were the first one to wear Magnum fins. So if you're really trying to get some feels and it's really all about that, try the Magnum fins. Best of both worlds. They got fire and icy where sometimes it gets hot and sometimes it gets cold and that can really help you with you and your young lady. But don't feel embarrassed to wear a damn condom when you're having sex as a young man and you don't even know your, 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 you know, your ass from a damn hole in the wall. And this is coming from Uncle Black. This is coming from Uncle Black. Don't let society make you feel embarrassed. Alright? Them motherfuckers in them pornos, they have been tested. The man has been tested and the woman's been tested and they really don't fuck nobody else during their time off. If they're not on the set fucking for three hours just to give us some 45 minute footage or whatever, them motherfuckers just be sitting up and just living their life and they actually get in trouble for fucking people on the outside world if they're either A, going raw dog or B, not using condoms, which is pretty much the same damn thing. Niggas have gotten in trouble for that. The porno industry got shut down one time because it was one porn nigga that just wanted to fuck everything raw because he would just go to the clubs and chicks would be like, oh, aren't you so-and-so from Booty Talk 56? You're a fucking legend. Mm-hmm. And then they bringing them same chicks to the set and then them chicks from the set, they fucking the other niggas from the set and it wound up being a whole big ass fucking blow up. It was a damn pandemic before the original pandemic, way before COVID. So no, let's stop all of that bullshit about it don't count. At the end of the day, somebody spread your legs open and they got in you. And whether that nigga had a condom or not, you know what I'm saying? Like Jay-Z said, at the end of the night, I still fucked you. Can I get a what, what for all my niggas Can I get a what, what? So I don't want y'all young niggas getting caught up in that. And you young ladies, I really have to, as a, as a daughter, as a daughter dad, I have to leave the podcast on this and I have to speak to you young ladies out here. You know, the class of 2004, the class of 2005, the class of 2006, the class of 2027, high school and college. Some of y'all going to be graduating college this year. Some of y'all going to be graduating high school this year. You young ladies, y'all need to really figure out who the fuck y'all are and figure out what the fuck y'all got going on in life before you just sitting up here and letting half the high school go up in you wrong because you've been told that it don't count. Letting half the campus fuck you wrong because you've been told that it don't count. You know what I'm saying? And the pullout game is real and the pullout game, it does work. I will say that, take it from a motherfucker that is 41 years old, with only one child. And I had my only child when I was damn near literally 33 years old. Hate to give it to y'all, so graphic, but fuck it. Y'all can't listen to a motherfucker unless they can prove that they have done it and they have lived it. Otherwise, you're listening to a hypocrite. 
if you're not ready for the consequences, keep it protected. And don't let society pressure you into that shit. I know y'all got people like Suki Hana rapping. My pussy pink, my booty hole brown. Motherfucker took me to pound town. Uh, his sperm green, my pussy mean, all of that. Does that sound fly to you? I'm gonna give y'all some time to think. Does that sound fly to you? Sperm is not supposed to be green. It is supposed to be as white as the milk that you put in your damn cereal, if anything. If it's any color other than milky white, you got a trip to make to the goddamn clinic. Don't let these fake ass rappers get y'all caught up into some bullshit that y'all ain't ready for, ladies. Meg the Stallion would tell y'all to do some hoe shit, but she's taking all of that rap money and she's using it to further her college uh, education. And she said that when she finishes her education, she is going to build retirement homes with her rap money. Cardi B says she don't cook, she don't clean, but best believe she got that ring. That nigga all set fucked around and recorded her, vacuuming, and she has some shit cooking in the damn kitchen. Alright? Don't let Beyonce fool y'all into thinking that the single life is the shit because the dating pool has pissed in it, young ladies. And the same year, in 2008, when she came out with all that single ladies, and if you liked it, he should have put a ring on it, that's the same year that she married Jay-Z's old tall, crazy-looking ass. All right? Don't let these fake-ass female rappers, I'm not going to call them fake, but don't let that fake shit that they telling y'all get y'all fucked up. They'll tell y'all one thing and do another thing. Just like you little niggas. These little niggas, these rap niggas, they will fuck around and hop in the studio and tell you to crash out and murk a nigga, kill the ops, smoke on the dead homie blunt, and all this and that. And while they're telling you that, they sitting up in a big ass $100,000 studio. And when they get done recording that shit that they not gonna do, they gonna fuck around and go back to a big ass house. With that said, this has been another classic podcast from your boy, Louis S. Motherfucking Black. TikTok, Twitter, Facebook, all social media platforms. Just type in Louis S. Black and follow your boy. We out here. Peace.
talks and she turns me on with a special concern. Now I'm a different guy and I don't compare to many. But next to her, I'm plain ordinary. Not many to see the light blue aura that surrounds the girl wherever in the world. She's a nine, a ten, a twenty-fifty. She's bittersweet and a taco treat. She's strange. And I like it. Just the way she is.
Yeah, she's strange. And I know you're tired of going back and forth with that nutty ass bitch. This is for y'all. The Lewis F. Black Show.
That's been another episode of the Lewis S. Black Show. Peace. They fucked up. Let me be able to drop shit from the phone. I'm like the new Master P of this shit. I drop shit whenever I want to, niggas. See y'all next episode. Peace.